Hey everybody and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver and I'm here with my co-anchor, partner in crime and sister Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey everybody. It's already time for Wednesday night case updates. Right? What? I feel like we just did this. Me too. And then, but last week so much happened right after case updates. Then I had a hard time remembering. Have we already talked about this? No, we what? haven't. I yeah. Know. Crazy. There's a lot going on. Yeah. So, so let us know live. if you can see us and hear us because BeLive told us they were having a problem. Yeah. But it looks so, like we do have somebody in chat. So that's okay. good. We decided to just persevere and try to, you know, just <laughs> beat electronics today. Beat the internet. <laughs> yeah. Good fucking luck to both of us. At its own game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I totally lost to the internet last night on Spirit School. So I will be doing the uh, root chakra class for spirit school tomorrow night. And I'll put a note up in the community about that. Awesome. But the internet definitely did beat me last night. So it happens. It, it happens. does happen. What can I say? Yeah. Well, good. Well, other than that, how's your day? What you been up to? Might really good. Just really busy. Really, really busy. I'm working on launching a new, uh, a new project and it is, it is taking up my time friends. Yeah. So with it, I can hardly think. And I just feel like I'm uh, behind all the time, you know, when you're doing something (laughs) new and it's big and you're like, crap, I just finished that. Now I got to do this. And yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with stuff. It's, it's how it's been for me for about a week, just uh, flying by the seat of my pants every day. Yeah. At 1030 last night, Mars is like, oh, what are we going to do for dinner? And I'm like, I don't know. Get in the car. Let's just go find something. <laughs> <laughs> is anything even still open? Oh my we God. are ridiculous. Well, we've been in this uh, conundrum because her prom dress did not come. Oh, yeah. We ordered her a beautiful dress, the dress that she wanted and should have had enough time, but no. It has not come. The shipping tracking number is completely useless. The company and the emails I've received from them are completely useless. And there's just no dress. So, and for some kids, that might not be that big of a deal. But this kid is unfathomably picky about her clothes. And so yesterday we took the day off. I went, I am going to cancel my stuff. You're not going to school. We're just going to go shopping and solve this. We did not solve it. Because we went in lots of stores. We tried on lots of things. Wow. Why do so many prom dresses made like or look like they were made out of the curtains? You know, I don't know. That whole brocade thing. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of drapey looking stuff. Anyway. So problem finally solved today. She, a friend of hers that goes to a different school, had a really pretty dress that she wore to her prom last week. And Mars had actually talked to her about it because she loved that dress and wanted to know where she bought it. Anyway, she is renting it to us. So she picked it up tonight. It fits her perfectly. The strap got broken at the last prom. I'm going to have to sew that tomorrow. That's no problem. And thank God we have a dress. Oh, it's and, that's such a relief. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's just, yeah. What I just feel like we're, you know, trying to beat the clock and we've been to every store. That's the thing. It's not like there's a lot more places to look. We're pretty limited, you know, sort of going much further out of town. And there's no time for that. So, yikes. Anyway, 
it's going to work out. I keep telling her, you know, yes. everything is at the end of the day, it's going to be fine. Something will work out. So well, this, this dance is going to happen. So you're going to have to wear something. <laughs> I'm still not a hundred percent convinced that it won't just show up like tomorrow or Friday. And we'll be like, Oh my God, after all this freaking stress. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> you seem fine. You seem great. Yeah. I just seem fine. I know. I, I had a great. peanut butter for dinner and I'm fine. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So we've got Patsy and RJ and Carmen and Corin and Gary and the Hazes and Bianca. Jerry. That's Jerry. Jerry. Thank you. Bianca and Innocuous and Fran. Welcome, everybody. Hi, guys. Yeah. So what did you guys make for dinner? I hope it was better than a spoonful of peanut butter or Taco Bell at 1030 last night. we, We went out to lunch and we just had leftovers from lunch. Well, that doesn't suck. So I've not had a ton of time myself, so mm-hmm. it's okay. Whatever. Yeah. Tomorrow's yeah. a new day. <laughs> Maybe I'll <laughs> cook tomorrow. Right. We'll see. Maybe you will. Yeah. Who knows? I suspect I won't, but you know, you never know. Probably Maybe not. something will change. Yeah, Maybe lightning will strike this house. I don't know. <laughs> 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 that, that might be the best uh, option at this point, frankly. Because my cleaning lady is currently playing softball and, well, nothing's yeah. getting done. She's yeah. mine, too. She's yours, too. A while. Yeah. <laughs> Neither have I. <laughs> well, hello, JR and Catherine. Oh, she said she, or Katie, she said she hasn't made dinner yet. I'm with you. And Brown Eyed Girl, good to see everybody here. Yeah. Well, it is the case update. Homemade Chinese takeout. Now, what in the world? Homemade Chinese takeout? You I mean, that sounds... And you- Sell it to the Chinese restaurant and you then go take it out? I don't know. I don't know. Or that we just means just that good. Chinese takeout and you put it on your own plate, so therefore it's homemade. <laughs> the Hazes did have Chinese takeout. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Hazes also said it will work out and she will find a beautiful dress. It will. Right. She will. She had her spray tan today. Oh, good lord. You know, <clears throat> we're still uh, you know, it's barely getting warm here. So all of these girls get spray tans, and I just don't know. I she looks tan, <laughs> and she had her eyelashes done last week. So I mean, she's looking amazing. So she it's looks gonna gorgeous. be great. Yep. Hello, Cami. Good to have everybody here. Barbecue pork sandwich and macaroni salad. See, we start asking. Well, Bianca had pizza, and I'm like, my God, I need to step up my game. I used to cook every night. Right. Yeah. Too dang busy these days. No, softball is killing me dead. But one yeah. more month, one more month. Yeah. There you go. And I like um, this, remember? I like right. this, goddammit. It's fun. <laughs> I'm, do- I'm doing this out oh. of choice. Our, our first game tonight was a 6U T-ball game. <clears throat> so that is four, five, and six-year-olds. <laughs> oh, my, oh God, my God, you guys. I could have died with cuteness. They are so adorable and tiny. And they have these little tiny bats, and they are required to wear a helmet if they're batting or running. And that we just we can't even provide helmets small enough for these kids. They're so big, mm-hmm. and they're running with one hand on them and running down. Oh my gosh, they've nearly killed me. They were so cute tonight; I couldn't even stand it. And there's little <laughs> coaches out there trying to help corral them. There'll be like five coaches and parents on the field for like six kids, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to show them what to do and where to stand. And oh my gosh, seriously. How fun. That is my That's favorite. Fun. We've been watching our schedule. Like, how, how haven't we had any t-ball games? And finally I went, 
We get a T-ball game on Wednesday. That's right. Like we were all there for it. Just oh man, T-ball is the best. It's the funniest stuff I've ever seen in my whole life. It is. I was impressed. Our nephew played T-ball. It was hilarious. This I was impressed. Nobody ran the bases the wrong direction. Oh, see, that was my favorite when they start at third. And Nobody cried. Which is amazing. Wow. Yeah. Just a tough was, bunch. But I was amazed. Yeah. And actually, the one coach said, is it okay if we put the tea away and just pitch to our kids? And I was like, I mean, I guess. And his kids were hitting the ball. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. World Series of Softball. Here they come. Mm-hmm. Pretty great. So, it is case updates tonight. Yes, and it is. Boy, we have updates. There's a lot going on. A lot of updates. Yeah. On some cases, I wouldn't have expected there to be updates on anytime soon. Yeah. But. So I think let's start with Maxwell. Okay. So <laughs> Ms. Ghislaine Maxwell, you may know. Um, the how shall we refer to her? The, pedophile. Uh, the pedophile. The the pedophile friend of pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. There you go. Had an appeal. So here's the deal. She has pled not guilty. She's scheduled to stand trial in July. And she just keeps appealing her bail and saying she's being treated unfairly in jail, which is just basically means she's being treated like everyone else in jail. And she's expected to be, um, you know, treated special in some way. And, uh, you know, she's always complaining. She's a real Lori Vallow about the whole thing. Yeah. So Tuesday, um, a U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit issued an order uh, after they heard arguments because they just keep having to hear arguments about this crap. This is just about her bail Right, man. This isn't even her trial. Mm-hmm. So, um, after they heard arguments asking for her release, they rejected that request and they refused her lawyer's request for bail on, just like they had on three earlier occasions. So she has, she thinks she's very special, and she has four times mm-hmm. now said, you know, they're picking on me in jail. I wonder how it felt to be all those girls you trafficked to Jeffrey Epstein, you bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, give me a break. But yeah, wisely, this court of appeals said, no, you will be sitting your disgusting ass in jail. Right. Awaiting your trial. Right. But I don't like it here. Well, that's because it's jail, bro. They're mean to me. They don't let me have my phone. You know, just it's really low value. I was yeah. going to say, ask Chad Daybell. He's living on Hot Pockets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is. So anyway, yeah. thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh, she's the grossest. She yeah. is. <laughs> Kate says, yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she is. Like, I can't. Right? Like, I have absolutely zero empathy for her. She did right? some absolutely horrible things. And women that mm. facilitate this kind of crap for men. I mean, I want him to go down and go down hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's justice, but also that's it the is. message that needs to be sent. Yeah, this it is. This isn't going to be tolerated from any any angle or any side of this. No, and yeah. you're not special when you're in jail. My thoughts exactly, Cammy. She said another golden vagina. Yep. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. She has 
you know, been able to uh, bat her eyelashes and get whatever she wants mm -hmm. her whole life. And that has all come crashing down because her yeah. dad is dead. Jeffrey Epstein's dead. They were her yeah. facilitators for life. And yeah. she doesn't have anybody left. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. Those ghosts. I would call her a gross pig. I used to use that term until I had pigs. And then I'm like, no, that's pigs not, are actually nice and sweet. That's I don't not fair to pigs. I know. Can't do that to pigs. But... No, I think pedophile is, is exactly the word. Right. Pedophile, sex trafficker. The yeah. charges that she has support it. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yep. All right. Well, moving on from that, there was a little blurb in the Dior Coons case. Yeah. Uh, it's the same detective, the private detective who was all over this case in the first place. I, what is his name? Oh, hell, I don't know. I can't remember. No, I can't remember. Hey, that's how relevant this is. He yet again made a public statement that he believes this case is still solvable which I would love for the Dior Coons case to be solvable. And I hope it is. I mean, right. I hold all hope. But I am so tired of this guy because he just, every few years, he peeks his head up again to be like, hey, guys, remember me? Yeah. He's just, I, it's gross. He just continues to try to be relevant off of mm -hmm. this case that he did not solve and actually right. got in the way of the police over and over again. And yeah. I just, I have no respect for it. I think it's very frustrating. I do too. I, and if you're not sure what we're talking about, go uh, watch our Daybell Koontz um, playlist. Yeah. We did a three-part series on him yeah. uh, last summer. And it, this was a local uh, missing child Yeah, that uh, we, we did. We actually went to the scene, went to the site where he went missing and, you know, did a mm -hmm. bunch of stuff. But yeah, the, uh, the guy has no information to get. None. He just every once in a while just has to peek in again. And I just, uh, it's gross. And he has nothing new to offer. Unfortunately, you see a headline like that and you're like, oh, okay, something. No. Mm -mm. Okay. It wasn't anything. Blah. However, the Aaliyah Wilson case. Yes. You guys might remember we covered Aaliyah Wilson, oh, I don't know, a couple of months ago. Yeah. This was a girl whose death was ruled a suicide. Mm -hmm. That uh, looks very suspiciously like not a suicide. And her mother has been working really hard for justice. So, Christy, yeah. we did get some news about her case. Well, mom says, and, you know, take this with a grain of salt. This is just hearsay. This is something that I got from mom's social media. But I do follow her and follow her Justice for Leah page that she spoke with the coroner who, um, you know, saw her daughter's body when when it came in who says that Aaliyah was already in rigor. Her body was already stiff when the police uh -huh. brought her, when she was brought in. And uh, that may be bringing up some questions about her actual time of death, which uh -huh. I'm not sure that they ever even determined because they just called this a suicide and walked away because they're assholes. Uh -huh. um, but mom is really pushing really hard and really pushing hard with the mayor. And now she's talked to this coroner. But that could indicate that she had been dead for a while before they hung her from that balcony. Yeah. Yeah. So Which is fingers exactly crossed. What we said. Yes. That's exactly what we said. Mm -hmm. um, also, there is a window of time. And this is why this is significant, because there is a security guard that walks through that courtyard. Yeah. And he had walked through there <laughs> at a certain time doing his rounds and 30 minutes later came back and she is hanging and suddenly she's and, there. 
Mm-hmm. So it had to have happened within that 30 minute window. And yet he called the police. They came, blah, blah, blah. They take her into the morgue and she's already in rigor. That doesn't match up. The timing does no, not the match timing up. timing doesn't match up at all. Yeah. So interesting, hopefully a move in the right direction. Yeah. Mom is working so hard um, yeah. oh, to, yeah. get, to get something done for this, this poor girl and to get some justice for her. Yeah. And if you so, don't know this case, just scroll back a couple of months. It, mm-hmm. I think it was called Aaliyah Wilson Deserves Justice. It's called Justice for Aaliyah. Oh, Justice for Aaliyah. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of our cases are titled something to do with justice because uh, by God, they deserve justice. Well, they do. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So those, that's everything else, right? Oh, there was a little thing in the mast case. Yeah. Uh, was it James that went to court? Yes. James went to court. The uh, Very frustrating, actually. Uh, you know, his charges have now been upgraded to first degree murder. And the prosecutor wanted him remanded. He's out on bail. Yeah. He's out on bail, you guys. This yeah. is the dad. Okay. Of the four-year-old Jessica Mass that was murdered a couple of days before Christmas. We have a series on this case. Mm-hmm. And you can find it in our playlist. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's been in jail since, like, a couple of days after her death. But uh, made bail. He and mom both did. He and Mary mm-hmm. are both out on bail. Their charges have now been upgraded to first-degree murder. So the prosecutor said, hey, I want to revoke bail and remand to him. There's, you know, he shouldn't be out on bail with first degree right. murder charges. And the judge said no. Yeah, the judge said no. Yeah. It so, really, yeah, that was really disappointing because uh, he none of them with first degree murder charges should be out. They just shouldn't. No. It's not right. No, no. Yeah. So that that was a little blurb with the mast case, but uh oh, and yes, there is a Delphi case update. You're right. I read Ooh. about this. I did too. I'll find it. Yeah. Do you want to find that? And I'll work on the, uh, yeah, the biggie. So the biggie, big surprise here is the Vallow Daybell case. <laughs> surprise, surprise. It's the case that keeps on giving. But <laughs> so last week, uh, there was a flurry of stuff filed. And basically what it boiled down to is the prosecutor had let the defense know, hey, we have a bit of evidence, some DNA evidence that we want to have tested, but when we do so, it will consume the whole thing. There won't be anything left. Yeah. And they let them know because uh, they figured that they were going to want to, you know, of course, have rights to get their uh, their own expert in on that, basically. Um, yeah, the result of that, of course, was some serious freaking out on the part of the defense. And so basically what it is, uh, Pryor requested an expedited hearing because he wanted to oppose the use of uh, that DNA and had a motion to preserve the DNA samples. Yeah. So, which is fine. That That's pretty normal, you know, to say, it's hey, pretty we want standard. Our, yeah, we want our experts to be a part of this. And mm-hmm. again, it probably didn't need to be an, a hearing. But these guys, everything is just so very dramatic rather than mm. just making a request. But no, we're not going to do that. We're going to go yeah. bonkers about it. So at any rate, not that they have actually indicated that they have an expert. They and haven't indicated that. No. And an expert's going to cost them a lot of money. Yeah. But at any rate, so that's what they were basically fighting over. and. 
Then there was another thing filed yesterday that they were changing the time. So court was at four o'clock today. And, but something came out this morning that was really interesting. This came Mm -hmm. from the prosecutor. The prosecutor said that the state has results of a DNA analysis of debris found on tools seized from Chad Daybell's property. So if you remember, Mm -hmm. when they found the children, several days later, they went back to the property and cornered part of the property off again, did another search into that red barn shed thing. And they seized a bunch of tools. Mm -hmm. So that's where we're assuming those tools came from. So they have DNA uh, from those tools. So that's interesting. Mm -hmm. They're also... The thinking is that those tools were used to dismember Tylee. Yes. Which is, of course, completely unofficial. This is just conjecture. But that's the thought. That her body was dismembered somewhere. And yeah. and the thinking is that it was done in that shed with yeah. those tools. Yep. Yes. So they also have possible blood samples or a possible blood sample from an apartment. We're assuming that mm-hmm. is either Lori's townhouse or Alex's townhouse. They were both in that same complex in Rexford. And so and that's the thing they're fighting about. Yeah, and that, those are the simple. only apartments involved because Chad's yeah. house is a house. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so it, it, we think that's, you know, again, we're, we're conjecturing, but uh, pretty confidently on that, you know. Yeah. That's the piece of DNA that they're fighting over because there's one sample. And when it's consumed, it's consumed. Yeah. So basically what's happened is they went into court. This is where it gets so frustrating. Yet again, they went to court today and immediately went to a sidebar that was not televised. No, it was so frustrating. And there's some real questions here about how legal that is. Yeah. This is a violation of, or it could be a violation of the Freedom of Information Act that they mm-hmm. keep doing this behind doors stuff. And unfortunately, that is where the fireworks are taking place. That's where the belligerent turd circus is happening. Dude, we are missing out on all the funny stuff that we want to report to you. Right. And all of the stuff that's going down with this case. Yeah. I personally hope that a large uh, company, you know, that CNN or Court TV or A&E, that somebody makes some noise and threatens a suit and makes them stop doing that. Yeah. It sucks. And it's they've really filed, the defense has filed a protection order, and that's mm-hmm. why they're doing this. But it just mm-hmm. keeps going on and on and on. I mean, you can't protect all the freaking evidence. I mean, seriously, no. it, this is it's getting not okay. I, yeah. I agree. So you know, I'm sure CNN and A and E and Court TV watch us. <laughs> yeah. But if any of you do, well, of course they do. Yeah. Uh, would you please sue them? Would you please right. go ahead and sue them? <laughs> You guys have deep pockets. We know yeah. you can do it. We, we can't do it, but, you know, someone could. <laughs> We'd have to represent ourselves. Of course we do. I mean, you know, I can spell better than Mark Means can. So I think we might be okay. Dude, but... That is true. If you need us to, like, fill out some briefs or something, send them on down. Because, yeah. you know, we have Grammarly. Now, uh, yeah, yes, we do. We pay $29.99 a month for it. Right. And we're, we're good with that. We wish uh, Mark Means would. Now, mm-hmm. of course... 
in the midst of all of this, you know, Pryor, I think, is trying to be a professional. I do. Mm-hmm. I don't like him, but I still think he's trying to be a professional. But he files something, and then it's like Mark Means is running along behind him going, wait for me, wait for me. And yeah. So like, oh, yeah, yeah, me too, me too, me, me too. too. Yeah. So then he files something that is complete gibberish. Mm-hmm. And he did that again this time. But the worst mm-hmm. of it was that he accused Woods. He can't quit accusing Woods of he's just so shocked and angry by the impropriety and Woods is doing literally nothing wrong. He's God, he's doing his job. He, so Woods is everything that he is sending out but via email to these guys. He is CCing the court in. You know, because they keep accusing him of not sending him st- them stuff. So he's right. like, all right, well, if I send you anything, I'm going to CC the court. So you guys can't come back later and say I never sent it to you. Right. So Mark Means, in his brief, accused Mr. Wood of trying to pull midnight deals, <laughs> whatever the hell that means, and that he is going in sending all of the, you know, CCing the court and all of this stuff. He is breaking the law. He's not. And he is going to make, get this, I think we've heard this a few hundred times already. He's going to create a witness out of the court. What the hell is wrong with this person? Yeah. That he thinks, <laughs> Cammy says, did mean spell impropriety correctly. I don't even think he used that word, Cammy. It's just too large for him. Yeah. yeah. He I think he said something more word. like that poopy heads being mean. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The court's now a witness because, you know, they see all the information in the case. Yeah. Oh, wait, isn't that their job? Yeah, but no, now they're this making themselves a witness. Yeah, so apparently anybody that's doing their job in this case and has a peek at any evidence is now a witness. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah, when you tried to call like, Wood to the stand? Yeah. Last year? Yeah. yeah. And the judge was like, yeah, no, Mr. Woods is not a, is not a witness. He is the prosecutor, duh. Still not. He can also talk to witnesses and it doesn't turn him into a witness. It's not contagious. No, it is not. That is true. It is not contagious. And it's even not if like- it were, they're all wearing their masks. So what does it matter? But <laughs> anyway, so, you know, Mark Means is up to his normal stuff. But the brief he sent in this time was truly one of the worst as far as just being bitchy and dramatic and yeah. spelling everything wrong. And well, yeah, and and just complaining you know, about stuff that is bullshit. It's not yeah. to be complained about, you know. Yeah, Ugh. it's so wild. So anyway, so they they went to court today. They sidebarred for the whole damn time. Finally, came back and said, "Okay, so basically, we need more time. We're continuing we, this." Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And that was it. Because so what has to happen now is that. Uh, they have to let the state lab know to just preserve that sample for now and don't test it. And now these fools need to find uh, their own expert. Yeah, an expert. I want to say a, pre- a present that was coming out of my mouth. Where did that come from? A anyway, a present. Uh, they have to find themselves an expert. And then that expert needs to make an appointment with the lab to be there while to they be do present. That work. That's where it came from. Right. Present. There, there you go. Present. I knew it was in here somewhere. Yeah. So that's basically, which is exactly what 
we had expected would happen. And the judge basically is like, I don't know that we really need another hearing to have this conversation, but I guess if we do, let me know. Yeah, he wanted them to solve it in stipulations. So hopefully yeah. that will happen. Yeah. So that's pretty much what happened. I mean, there's really not nothing else to report. I was oh. hoping to see a little more of Resting Toad Face and the Mangy Moose today, but... Me too, dang it. But, you know, yeah. I have to say that this is cool information because yes. we've got DNA. Mm -hmm. They've got DNA evidence. We didn't know that. So we figured, but new. we hadn't heard for right. sure. So here's a couple of our predictions. We believe that uh, now we know, of course, that they have DNA, tech, uh, you know, potentially from the townhomes. They have DNA from the tools. And we yeah. still think there's DNA on JJ's body as yep. well. I think they're going to find DNA from yes. all three of those places that implicate Lori, Chad, and Alex. We're thinking the duct tape. Mm -hmm. There's duct tape on JJ's body, and duct tape is damn hard to use mm -hmm. without giving up some skin cells. I mean, it's mm -hmm. really hard to use with gloves on. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're thinking duct tape. Because mm -hmm. JJ was wrapped in a ton of duct tape. So that's that's our hope. And and these morons did not in. seem to think that they would have to protect themselves from getting caught. No. It's not like they were master criminals. So I would imagine they've left DNA and fingerprints all over the place. Well, well yeah, because they were doing God's work, don't you know? God. Yeah. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. So uh Delphi case, lay it on. Delphi, yes. Okay, thank you for mes mentioning that. I saw this, yeah, and then I didn't bring it up. Okay, so the Delphi case is the murders of Libby German and Abby Williams. That was on February 13th, 2017. We did an episode of it quite a while ago. Well, I love this so much. Tippecanoe County prosecutors. So there's a Tippecanoe County in Indiana. Okay. I love that so much. I just wanted you to know because I love that. Me too. Anyway, they're looking at this guy um, named James Brian Chadwell II. Dude, he's got the name. He's got the serial killer name. James mm -hmm. Brian Ch Chadwell. They all have three names, right? You always hear mm -hmm. that. So he has been in some trouble before um, for an attempted murder on let's see of a nine-year-old girl trying to lure her into her house yeah he beat her and sexually assaulted her and locked her in the basement until the police knocked on his door so mm -hmm. he um you know is in a whole lot of trouble but they are wondering about him and his connections to abby and libby and if it's possible that he might be involved yeah mm -hmm. so other people have been accused and investigated and been exonerated. So this doesn't mean that this is it. No. But it's another somebody to look at. And for the sake of their families? Ooh, I hope it is. I, You know, I do too. I really do. I hope this can be over for them. Mm -hmm. But that's pretty interesting. I mean, he's got the name. Yeah. and he, Honestly, he's got the face. You should see him. <laughs> he's also got, what is that called? Is that a soul patch where you just have a tiny little... Uh, um, a tiny little um, mustache right here or beard oh, right here. I don't know. Um, it's not flattering. Let me just say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, he's got the, the gross factor down and he obviously is a sexual criminal. So yeah, he is. 
Yeah, he's got the dead eyes for sure. Well, that poor little girl. So, but she's okay though, the nine year old. She is because somehow the police knew to, uh, I think they, you know, somehow got to him uh -huh. thinking he might have something to do with it. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so saved her before he killed her. But they believe that that's what he was going to do. Here, I'm going to show you guys a picture yeah. of him because he, he's definitely got. Oh, dang it. It's not going to let me. What? Cammy said that's called a shave that shit. <laughs> it is called a shave that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's hideous. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I can't show it to you because it's the wrong file format. It won't let me get it. Yeah. Rude. So anyway, do look up James Brian Chadwell. You'll see what I'm saying. Dead eyes. Stupid. I don't know if that's a beard or a mustache, but anyway, fingers crossed, guys. Yeah. That maybe Delphi could be solved. Well, wouldn't that be amazing? Boy, it I would. hope so. Yeah. I hope so. That community needs that. Yep. Yeah. Well, okay. Hayes said, why would they even have released a creep like that after one incident? I don't think they did, right? They arrested him and they have him in custody. And now they're thinking that he may have some involvement in the other case. Yeah. 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 I yeah. believe he. Um, so he's been charged with attempted murder, child molesting, attempted child molesting, kidnapping, criminal confinement, battery resulting in serious bodily injury and strangulation. And he's also, they filed a sentence enhancing charge because he's a, a habitual offender. And so if he's found guilty, they can add between six and 20 years to his sentence. Great. Yeah. So bye-bye. Go get him, Tippy Canoe. Bye-bye, jackass. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, Idaho is a third strike state. So yeah. we, we have people serving life because they're a third strike on a major felony. Yeah. Like sexual assault or something like that. So. Mm -hmm. Good. So, yeah, he's in custody and he's going to stay there. But, yeah, they're investigating him. Maybe he'll if it was him, maybe he'll cop to it to give to maybe try to get a lighter sentence or something. So do you think it was him? I am not 100 percent sure. No, I, I kind of don't think it so. doesn't resonate with me. It's true. Hoping. But I'm hoping I'm wrong. I want to be wrong on this. I know, me too. But I know he looks yucky. He's definitely a bad yeah. dude. But I, is he the dude? Hmm. I, I want to get on the bandwagon really bad, but I. Right. I don't think it is. But no. Hey, this would be a great wrong. I'd be all for it. I know, me too. Absolutely. Yeah. Super happy. Well, that's it. It if is. That wasn't enough. That's a bunch. But uh, seems like a lot to me. It's what we have. We're still waiting on some stuff coming here in the next, we're hoping, coming down the pipe here really soon. You may know uh, a case that we've been talking about, and I'm going to tell you the name of it as soon as I can come up with it. But mm -hmm. this was the case of the girl that was, uh, oh, Faith. This was for Faith Lindsay. So oh, yeah, Faith yeah. Lindsay, we are still waiting for the federal government or... To yeah, the federal government right. to charge Tanner Washington in her murder. You might remember this happened in Oklahoma, yeah. and uh, they had charged him through the tribe, and they uh, ended up having to 
exonerate him or, or drop those charges, actually. Uh, well, they did exonerate him, but because he, uh, they're jurisdictional issues, so they can't charge him. So now we are waiting. They are holding him in jail for 30 days before they release him to try to give the Fed enough time or the federal government or the Bureau of Indian Affairs enough time to charge him with murder. And they have yet to do it. And he's, we're nearing that the end of that real fast. And the yeah, charges have still not been filed. Yikes. Yeah. Well, let's keep an eye on that because we certainly can't see him being let go. That would be very wrong. Yep. Yep. No, he, yep. And it could be that he, I mean, they can file after 30 days, of course. It's just that he would not leave custody if they file now. So, right. You know, because this is a guy that might disappear as quick as possible if he thinks the feds right. are going to file on him. Yeah. So we'll keep keeping an eye on that and really hope. Yeah. Yeah, Hazen said, why would they have even released a creep like that after one incident? I'm with you. Mm -hmm. I'm, why Why was he ever, because if he's a repeat offender, then he's been pulling this shit for a while. Back to the, the Delphi connection. Right. I, I'm with you. I, we're, we're way too easy on sex offenders. Mm. Way too easy. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. All right. Well, that's it. So we're going to be back tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Mountain for the Psychic Hour. And then we'll have some pop-ups hopefully coming this weekend as well. And then, of course, we'll be back next week with uh, three brand new cases. But if you haven't caught our cases yet this week, we have three doozies. Uh, this, mm -hmm. Today we released Warina Wright, Didn't Have to Die. Yesterday we released Fred and Rosemary West, A Match Made in Hell. And holy Christ. Whoa. Yeah. You'd think so. Mm -hmm. And then on Monday, we did the disappearance of Cherry Ann Mahan. That's a pretty famous case. You might be familiar with that one. So yeah. anyway, if you haven't caught up this week, that's what we have going. So thanks you guys so much for being here. Thanks for being in the chat and playing with us. It's always good to see your smiling faces here. So mm -hmm. don't make dinner. Right. <laughs> All right, you guys, this has been another production of True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye, guys. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.